Oh, I tell you what, guys, welcome to another episode of Birdland Tonight, taking place in the middle of the afternoon. Uh, but ah, what a great show we have for you. Uh, the Orioles uh, took game four of a series against the Yankees uh, to split the series in some dramatic fashion, winning a uh, from a walk-off uh, sack fly by none other than Cedric Mullins. Uh, to be quite honest, it, it was just a uh, – the, the game was full of drama. Uh, the game uh, – you know, the, the rains came, washed away some of the pain, uh, and the, the Orioles walk away with a great win. Um, you know, they're flying out of town tonight, heading to the West Coast. And uh, you know what? Those are going to be some happy faces on the plane. Uh, good for the team. Good for the guys. Uh, absolutely a great win. Uh, let's get into it. Hopefully you guys were able to kind of tune in to the uh, – to the pregame show where we talked a little bit about how, you know, what we needed for the Orioles to win. And I just kind of wanted to see how closely I nailed some of this. Uh, first, we said that Lopez needed to be solid again. Um, you know, and in, in, in my mind, he had to run through the lineup at least twice and give up maybe two hits and, 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 you know, maybe two runs. And that's exactly what he did. I know everybody wants, you know, our starters to go six, seven innings, but that's not Lopez. Um, he is what he is. I think he's still a starter. Uh, he's a strike thrower, um, and I, I really liked his performance. And I liked, I loved the way that Hyde managed the game. Uh, you know, bringing in Plutko. You know, I think Plutko. Um, you know, he we know what he is as well. Plutko is is rock solid. Uh, the guy comes in. He, he you know typically with you know at least somebody on base. Uh, you know, he he did allow for a. Uh, uh, a deep double that, you know, ended up scoring. Lopez has the absolute worst luck. Anytime he leaves somebody on a base, I feel like there's some, a um, little bit of background noise here. Let me just check to make sure that I have commercials playing. So uh, let's get rid of that. Uh, so uh, I feel like Lopez, every time he leaves the game, uh, whoever he leaves on base, it's automatic that those guys are going to score uh, and just creep up his ERA. But I thought that was a absolute incredible performance. Um from Lopez. Uh, Plutko comes in, uh, throws uh, an amazing two innings, uh, does exactly what the Orioles want. Paul Fry comes in, looks rock solid. Um, so much fun to watch. Uh, so the other things that we talk about is that, you know, we desperately needed to hit with runners in scoring position, something that we have not done in the previous two games against the Yankees, obviously losing those games seven to zero and five to one. Um, but I, I, I loved what happened in the first inning. Uh, the first inning kind of set the tone for the game. Mullins got on base. Hayes, Hayes moves him over to third, and then Mancini hits him home. Uh, I'll take that each and every day. Uh, yeah, it's only one run, but it set, sets the tone uh, for what's possible throughout the game, and I think it it elevates uh, the mood, and, and it creates this contagious environment for the guys. Um, yeah, what else did we see here throughout the game? Um, again, we talked about Plutko. I thought Plutko is an absolute savior. One of the things that I love about Trey Man City, yes, he's coming along. Yes, uh, he's hitting the ball. You know, he was absolutely incredible tonight. What I love the most is that he's becoming a clutch hitter. Uh, you know, he's not hitting that solo home run and the third that, yeah, it's great to see, but he's coming in clutch when you need him. Today, hitting a home run in the sixth uh, and tying the game up, absolutely what you want to see out of Trey Mancini, but, um, but the game went on, uh, you know, for, for those folks that, that didn't get to watch the game, uh, the Orioles took a, I think it was a, 
I have to go back to the box score. Box score. I know that we scored one uh, in the first, and we were essentially carrying that lead uh, until the fifth. When again, Lopez got into a little bit of trouble. Plutko came in. Um, it was Lopez's runners that scored, but the Yankees got two in the top of the fifth, leading two to one. The Orioles come right back around, and the sixth, Trey Mancini knocks a uh, hellacious home run. Uh, I think I read where you know came off the bat at 111 miles per hour, uh, flew out of the park. It was so much so much fun to see. Tied the game at two. Um, we then uh, get into the bottom of the eighth, where it was uh, Hayes doubling to center. Uh, Mullen scored, uh, and that was so much fun. What what you saw there was a I think it was Darren O'Day pitching uh, a a four-pitch walk to Mullen. So Mullins is sitting there on first. And I tell you what, uh, as soon as Hayes hit the ball, knocked it into uh, deep uh, right center field, more, more so center than right field, um, and Mullins just got up and went. The kid has wheels. That was so much fun to watch. He ends up scoring all the way from first. You know, They, they said it was a throwing error that got Hayes on uh, you know, over to third. Uh, unfortunately, we couldn't get hastened into score uh, after that. But uh, good on Mullins having a day himself. Uh, and I think that that, you know, him just incredible base running and able to, uh, you know, get from from first, you know, across the plate was absolutely incredible. Love that speed. Mullins is just, you know, doing so much for this team and he's having a hell of a year. Uh, I, I want to see nothing but more Cedric Mullins. Um that brought us into the night where, of course, we bring in the dead fish and uh, Cesar Valdez and the dead fish. I mean, he comes in and it's, uh, you know, it's so much fun to watch. And I felt like these guys, and again, we play the Yankees so often. The Yankees have seen Cesar Valdez. They know what he throws. They've been at the plate. They've seen it come across before. They know the dead fish. Um, and I think a lot of them are, are taking the approach of, I'm just not going to swing at anything and just hope that I get walked. And, and so we saw a little bit of that. And so we saw a couple guys uh, take walks. Um, but at the same time, you know, we saw Valdez, you know, get enough over the plate, strike out a few guys who are, again, swinging at, uh, at nothing but air. Uh, and then we see uh, Gleyber Torres, who evidently is a fishmonger himself. Uh, he really gets a hold of one, uh, knocks a ground rule double, uh, losing some light here, uh, ground rule double uh, over the center field wall, uh, scoring one, only one, thankfully, leaving uh, a you know base runner on second and third. Uh, and and we, we ended up getting out of it. I, I think Tanner Scott came in, um, pitched that, we get out of it. And I tell you what, if, if Matt Harvey is the dark knight, then uh, Tanner Scott, Scott, Tanner Scott, is the uh, is is the Harvey Dent character, right? The uh, the Two Face character um, who flips the coin because you really never know what you're going to get uh, with Tanner Scott. Is he going to load the bases, or is he just going to be you know that that nasty wipeout slider and 100 mile per hour fastball? And 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 we saw the good side of of Tanner Scott today. Uh, he looked incredible. Actually, earned the win for the Orioles because as the rains came. And washed away the pain uh, of, of the of the dead fish. Uh, we saw Tanner Scott in there, pitch incredible, uh, and then you know up comes Cedric Mullins, 
Uh, actually, I tell you, take that back. Up comes Pat Vileka. And, and hats off to Pat Vileka. I know, yeah, Pat has been struggling at the base, uh, at the plate. He's made a few errors in the field. But um, let me back up. Before we talk about how the Orioles won, let, let's go back a little bit and talk about how Tyler Wade cannot bunt. Thankfully, because we all know we, we get into these, uh, this extra innings rule. Uh, you start out with a man on second. The Yankees uh, have Tyler Wade uh, at the plate and, and cannot bunt. Um, you know, I, I don't know if this is part of the or- Orioles practice regime that everybody gets in there for bunting practice, um, but the Yankees do not. Uh, because Tyler Wade could not get a bunt in to save his life, could not move the runner over. Uh, again, great performance by Tanner in the way that he pitched. Um, you know, and as, as you know, some of you may know if, if if you're you know baseball fanatics like myself. But if you um, foul off a uh, a bunt on your second strike, you're out, and that's exactly what happened with Tyler Wade. Uh, so that was a great out. Now, in comes uh, the drama. In comes uh, the Pat Vileka. So with Ramon Urias on second base to start out the 10th inning, bottom of the 10th, Pat Vileka comes to the plate and lays an incredible bunt in order to get Ramon Urias over to third. I mean, this is the keys. This is this is the blue, blueprint. Everybody knows it. Everybody knows exactly what you need to do to, to score a run in the 10th. You bunt to get your runner from second to third, and then you look for anything, a sack fly, uh, anything. Uh, to get him from third to home, and you've got two chances to do that, really, with your, uh, as, you know, because you've already got one out. And uh, and so Pat Vileka laying an excellent bunt, moving over Ramon Urias on third, and then in comes Cedric Mullins, who has done everything for this team. Uh, you know, knows what he's not looking to do is is drive the ball to right. What he's doing is to get something, anything deep enough into the outfield uh, so that Ramon Urias can score. Uh, and that's what he did. He popped one up or flew one out. You know, it was not a pop-up. It was, it was out to about mid, mid-distance in the outfield. I, I'm not going to say that it was shallow by any means. Um, and, and as the – and I'm uh, trying to remember the, the Yankee center fielder who came in to grab it, um, but just a horrible, a horrible throw uh, into, into the catcher, uh, and Urias just scored easily. Uh, and walk-off fashion. The team goes bananas. Everybody else goes bananas. The fans uh, are rewarded after sitting into a, a little bit of rain, it looked like, uh, with an Orioles win. Um, so happy for the team. You know, it, it's no fun at all, I imagine, having to board a plane, you know, for the West Coast, nonetheless, uh, after a loss. Uh, but now you pack your bags, you head off to the airport. Everybody's in a great mood, uh, you know, including guys like Pat Vileka, and Ramon Urias, you know, who were who were part of that tenth inning, and obviously Cedric Mullins. Uh, no one could be happier uh, for Trey Mancini. He's absolutely turned it around. Um, let's see if uh, you know. There's not a lot of things that I'm missing here. Uh, I was hoping that we might have somebody else join us today. Uh, not today related, but has anybody else kind of you know really dug the uh, uh, the Tyler Wells? Um, you know, relief pitching and, and wondering if his uh, blue steel uh, stare down uh, has the, you know, the stuff as a starter. 
I'm wondering if Tyler Wells works his way, you know, and, and is given a shot in the starting rotation, not in the rotation per se, but I'd love to see him get a spot start and see what he can do. See if he can go into the fourth or fifth, because I really like this stuff. I know he got hit around a little bit. Um, you know, uh, they took him to the yard yesterday. I think he's had two home runs hit against him so far. And, you know, uh, in his relief appearances, but I like his aggressiveness. Uh, be fun to watch. You know, the, the team's now heading out, um, you know, like I said, to the West Coast. Let's see, who do we have here uh, on the schedule? I've got to take a closer look here. Um, we actually play we, no days off. Uh, we've got a three-game series against the, the Athletics. Looking to get a little bit of revenge on the, on the A's. I know, I know that we ended their... Uh, their winning streak, but I would sure like to, to get two of three there. I know they took um, two of three from us, but we've got Means, Harvey, and Zimmerman out on the mound before we head up north to Seattle to see Kramer, Lopez, and probably Means again. Uh, so I'm looking for that. I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Those are going to be some late games, to be quite honest. Uh, a little bit past my bedtime. I'm probably going to be watching those with a cup of coffee early in the morning. Um, but, ah. I tell you what, what a great mood. What a great, uh, what a great win for us. Uh, I thought that the Orioles, and that's the thing, this team has the capability, even with a guy like Jorge Lopez, to beat the Yankees. And let's look at it. The Yankees are an incredible team. I mean, uh, obviously there's the payroll, uh, but you look down, you, you look at, you know, Jordan Montgomery uh, is an incredible pitcher. Uh, you know, we went in there and faced um, Adralis Chapman. Uh, no, we didn't get any hits against him, but um, but you know what? We we held him long enough to where he was only going to pitch one inning. That's you know that's a win for us. And so, you know, with pitching and with you know, with guys hitting in the lineup where they're at, we have a shot. Yeah, we're we're still hurting uh, at the bottom of that lineup. Uh, I don't think DJ Stewart had a hit, um, but when you look at Mullins, Hayes, Mancini, Franco. Pedro Severino, uh, when he's catching, I like that. I like those guys, and I, I think that they're capable of getting on base uh, and, and scoring runs. And then all you need is the, is the occasional um, walk, occasional hit, something to happen at the bottom of the lineup um, to give you just a little bit of an extra boost. You know, something like Pat Vileka with uh, a key um, a sack bunt. Um, you know, and Ramon Urias with some Urias with some excellent base running. You know, it's it's little things like that that make it a team effort and get these guys over the hump. Make sure no one else is uh, joining us today. Make sure we don't have any comments. Um, I tell you what, let's take a quick break and we'll come back and uh, and finish up if I know how to do that. All right, everybody, welcome back uh, again for an incredible win for the Orioles facing off against the Yankees. Uh, so much fun to watch. Uh, hopefully everybody has the game TiVo'd, DVR'd, whatever it is what we do today. I just watch it on MLB.TV. I uh, can go back tonight and watch it. Uh, you know, such a fun game. You know, We've got a ways until uh, the game tomorrow night, which is not until um, 
Oh, actually, tonight, uh, tomorrow's game's you know a, a bit early, uh, 9.40 uh, Eastern time. It's the uh, Seattle Mariners games that start so late, 10 o'clock uh, on the East Coast. Uh, those are those are going to be some late games. But, um, hey, w- what a fun game. Uh, as I mentioned before, Tanner Scott with the win. Uh, he now has a win-loss record of one and two. Uh, and then, again, scoring by Trey Mancini in the first. Mancini, again, homers in the sixth. Hayes, double to deep center, uh, scoring Mullins uh, from first to home plate. And then uh, Mullins hitting the sacrifice fly uh, to center field. And Urias scoring. Uh, absolutely incredible. You know, we saw some hits. Um, you know, Mullins went one for three. Hayes went one for three. Trey Mancini, again, uh, he's starting to heat up, um, you know, three for four. And what I love about Trey is that he's coming in clutch. Uh, he's coming in at exactly the right time, exactly when we need him. Uh, Pedro Severino, one for four. We saw Ryan Mountcastle uh, singling to right field in the first. Um, I I think it's, it's, it's a little... Uh, I also liked Ryan Mountcastle's play at first base. First base today, I think he's a, uh, I think he's a very athletic, very good first baseman. Uh, I know we have got Trey Mancini right there, um, but I have confidence that when Trey Mancini is taking, uh, you know, what we already call it a half a day off when he plays DH, uh, I have a feeling that you know those two guys are are pretty equal when it comes to their defensive capabilities at first pay, uh, first base. DJ Stewart again. Um, he grounded into a double play in the second, flied out in the fourth, struck out swinging in the seventh, and then struck out looking in the ninth. DJ, um, I'm looking for some magic for DJ. Um, you know, sometime this uh, this road trip. Unfortunately, we don't have a lot of outfield options. You know, it's going to be interesting to see who the Orioles take with them uh, as part of their taxi squad, and if a guy like Ryan McKenna is out there again, or if maybe we see Yusniel Diaz. Uh, you know, I would love to see you know, Diaz make the trip and maybe play a game or two. Um, you know, we, we could use a little bit of, uh, of outfield support. You know, it seems like the, uh, the days of Ryan Mountcastle playing on the left, you know, when we have somebody like, uh, Austin Hayes or, you know, you don't take Hayes or Mullins out of the outfield. Um, so, you know, Mullins, it's a given he's going to play center. Uh, Hayes, I think feels most comfortable on left, but it's probably going to be dependent upon the ballparks. Some ballparks play differently. For example, up at Yankee Stadium, you need a, a little bit more of an athletic guy in uh, in left field. But um, but we'll see. You know, right now it's DJ Stewart playing in right. I'm not sure if you know Ryan Mountcastle is comfortable in right. So if he does play the outfield, it'll probably be in left with Austin Hayes in right. Um, but I I don't even know who we have um, you know able to come in. I'm, I don't think that we have, still have Ryan McKenna uh, able to come in. Again, it hurts if the Freddie Galvis uh, on the uh, not on the IR. And just kind of day to day, but uh, all expectations are is that Freddie Galvis comes back, and I'm not sure if he starts. Maybe he just gets a you know a, a DH slot uh, for the first you know game tomorrow. Uh, but looking forward to having him back in the uh, the lineup because he was starting to hit and being a really impact player for us as well. So loving that. Uh, probably not going to see any of the guys that pitched today. Definitely not going to see Plutko for a day or two. Um, and probably not, um, you know, Tanner, well, maybe the rest of the guys, you know, Travis Lakin senior, uh, you know, finished up the, uh, the sixth inning for Plutko. And then we saw Paul Fry, Valdez and Scott all pitch one inning. Uh, they could be available on back-to-back days, especially Valdez and Scott, uh, probably Fry as well. Uh, these guys are getting into the groove. So, um, you know, looking forward to see them. Uh, but yeah, it's really going to, it's going to be interesting to see who we, uh, bring with us on the taxi squad. And if any of those guys get to play, it's really tough. Uh, you know, when you have somebody that's hurt on the bench, 
because you're carrying 14 pitchers, you're carrying that extra bullpen guy, uh, and you're always going to ca- you know carry two catchers. Uh, so that just leaves you with you know I think we had Rio Ruiz um, you know on the bench available as, as well as Freddie Galvis. So it'll be interesting to see what happens in the way that they play with that lineup. I, I'm out of the I'm out of the game of thinking that um, you know these these options are so valuable options are valuable to, you know, I, I think your, your star players. Um, so I, I don't think burning an option on a guy, you know, sending him back out. We've already seen him do that with Dean Kramer. Uh, I don't think that they have any problems burning an option with somebody like Rio Ruiz, Ramon Urias. Uh, I'm not sure if Pat Baleka has any more options, uh, but I, I don't see that as, um, you know, a reason not to bring up somebody like a Yusniel Diaz uh, or, or one of the infield guys. When you when I, I know that nobody wants to hear the name Stevie Wilkerson, but the kid is hitting uh, down there at the alternate site. Now, what type of pitching is he facing? Yet to be seen. One name that I'm not sure if everybody knows is missing from that alternate site roster. I was running through there. There is no Adley Rutschman. Adley Rutschman has not been playing at the alternate site. I assume that means he's been down in Sarasota getting ready for minor league camp that will not be, or sorry, the minor league, which will not be the Norfolk Tides. Um, my assumption is, is that that means he's going to start with the uh, Bowie Bay Sox. So uh, I know we've got mm, just another couple days before that happens. Um, but, uh, but we'll see here. Hey, great win for the Orioles. Um, you know, we're now pulling even uh, with the Yankees. So that's always good to see. Uh, you know, we now sit at 11 and 14. Uh, same, with, uh, same with the Yankees. The Blue Jays are just a step above us at 11 and 12. And then uh, you've got... Uh, the Red Hot Red Sox sitting at 16 and nine. Uh, we'll see how those games play out today. Uh, but I like the fact that um, that we're fighting, uh, we're clawing, and we've been playing extremely well on the road. So I'm excited to see that continue. I'm excited to see Means back on the mound. Um, you know, see Harvey pitch, um, even Zimmerman uh, against. Obviously, we knew that the uh, the Athletics are the real deal. Uh, those guys, um, again, we, we were able to stop their winning streak um, last week. Let's see if we can uh, let's see if we can do some damage. You know, we, we know their guys. We've seen them before. Uh, I like our chances. Uh, that's all I got. Be sure to uh, rate, review, and, and follow all the good stuff. You know, Birdland Sports. You can find us on Twitch, YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook. Um, that's all I got. If you want to follow me, I'm at, I'm at Orioles Podcast on Twitter, uh, and occasionally I release a podcast of my own. You guys take care and have a great day.